Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 32 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's guest is actor, comedian, producer, Merrick Christopher Lawrence. It was awesome to have this guy on. It was a fun episode. We sat down and talked about everything that he likes, where he likes to eat. It was just a fun, fun talk I had with him. Can't wait to make some of the stuff that he was talking about, especially white chili. I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. But I'm super looking forward to trying to make it someday, and hopefully someday soon. So enjoy the episode. The Alberta Podcast Network is powered by ATB Financial. And this week's podcast shout-out is going to Back to School Again. It's hosted by Karen Ingram, who is supported by Northwest College. She interviews people returning to school in, in midlife. It's been a good podcast so far. I've been listening to it. I've listened to almost all the episodes. I'm going to be listening to the next one tomorrow on my way to work. But it's a really cool podcast. Just give it a listen. I've been enjoying it. The last one I listened to was uh, about a guy who went to rehab had difficulties in life, went back to school, now a social worker, you know, doing really good things with life. So um, give it a listen. It comes out every two weeks. So if you want to follow, just go to backtoschoolagain.ca. It's been a really cool podcast. Welcome to the Mess Hall Podcast. Thanks for having um, me. You want to do a little intro? This is Mark Christopher Lawrence, actor, comedian. I like to talk about food. Like Obviously. I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a big food fan, as you can tell. I'm a big guy. Yeah. So what does food mean to you? Is it something that you just like to have, or is it with friends and family? I, I'm clearly a foodie. I, I, um, I worked in restaurants when I was in college. You know, okay. So um, you know, my mother was a fantastic cook, is a fantastic cook, and... Um, uh, I sort of have that innate ability to taste something and sort of reverse engineer it okay, yeah. and figure out what's in it and make it. Nice, yeah. nice. So if you get a really good meal at a restaurant, you're trying yeah. to. Yeah. Cool. Well, have you ever successfully, like, 100% nailed it on the head with a good recipe? Years ago, uh, I went to a restaurant in Beverly Hills, Kate Malini's. Okay. And this is when I actually figured out I, I could do that. And I uh, had their white chili. And had never had white chili before. It was, uh, you know, uh, cannellini beans and um, Ortega chilies. Um, and it was white. And it was made with chicken. And so it was, the, the thing that made me go home and try to make it was that it was $14 a bowl. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, that'd be location, location, location. It was Beverly Yeah. Hill. So I went home and um, sort of reverse engineered it and made it just as good as them, if not better. And had two bottles of wine and only spent eighteen dollars. <laughs> nice, nice. So, yeah, I've never had white chili. I've... It's really good. Nice. So, what what is in white chili anyway? Um, white beans, uh, chicken. Yeah. Ortega chilies. Nice. Yeah. Uh, that's. That, I mean, that's just the the base of the chilies. Give it that sort of texture, that chili kind of texture. Okay. Um, onions, garlic. You know, I put a little white wine in it. Nice. Was it like cream based? No. Oh, okay. No. I just I picture like a white bechamel or almost like 
white KFC gravy. No, no gravy at all. I mean, it's, it's it, it, because the beans. Um, so, so a cannellini bean is basically a white kidney bean. Yeah. So when you cook it, um, it's just like kidney beans. You know how kidney beans have that sort of gravy that they make. Yeah, like it does the same thing with the white ones. Sort of thickens up on. Yeah, its own. exactly. Okay, nice. Yeah. That sounds good. It's excellent. Now I have to go out and try that. Yeah. I'm gonna put it on my list of things to try. Yeah. Well, and for years it's like I've been. I've, been tinkering with it, and so I think I think the place I'm at with it now is I like to marinate the chicken in a little bit of tequila and some onions and garlic, nice, and then grill it. Okay. And so that's the only real dark color in it is the grill marks. But it's still when worth it. it. <laughs> yeah, and then I use um, like white white pepper. Yeah. So I, I don't put any seasonings in there that that's not white. Nice. Yeah. That's. It sounds delicious. It's really good. I made chili last week, but obviously it wasn't white chili. And yeah. Yeah, it was kickoff football season, so I oh, thought go. I had to have something like that. Yeah, there you go. It was, uh, it was all right, but white chili is... I'm going to have to try that now. Yeah. I have to look it up. Um, so you say your mother is a great cook. Oh, yeah. What, what did she cook growing up? What well, she's from Louisiana. Oh, okay. So... You know, all that sort of southern food, greens and, you yeah. know, fried chicken and black-eyed peas and red beans and rice and nice. gumbo. You know, my mother's... I, you know, we always say uh, we get disappointed when we go to, like, restaurants or to somebody else's house because because my mother's gumbo is so good. <laughs> and, and for years I've been trying to, like, you know, make my gumbo taste like her gumbo. And I think it was probably about mm, almost, almost eight years ago or so then that she said... Yeah, I think your gumbo is good. She said, she said I, I don't think I need to make gumbo anymore. <laughs> now, did your mother ever share the recipe? Or Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean she doesn't really, she doesn't really um, use a recipe. She just cooks. Yeah. You just, know what I mean? And, and just like a lot of recipes, or people just yeah. put in what you're used to. Right, and she's eyeballing it. And so it's like, you know, I just watch her. You know, as a kid, I, I, I watched her. Um, I remember when I was in the 11th grade, I was the last kid at home. And she uh, she was sick around Thanksgiving time, and so I started cooking Thanksgiving dinner because you know we're gonna have a few people over, and so uh, that was the first time I realized that I could cook. Was, oh, okay, you know it's like I'd get to a point where you know maybe I didn't know what to do, and so I'd go and ask her, and she'd tell me, and I'd go back in and I cooked, and it was fine. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. So do you think if you weren't a comedian, you might have been into the chef kind of role, or would well, that ever intrigue you? I, I don't know. I you know. Working in, in kitchens is, is tough work. I mean, you know, I, I, I was a waiter and a bartender in restaurants in college, and it, um, I don't know that, that I'd want to be a chef per se as a full-time thing. Yeah. You know, um, I, uh, I, th- I think I, because I'm an actor, I, I think I would probably lean more toward, uh, if I wasn't an actor or a stand-up, probably more toward wardrobe. Okay. Yeah. That's uh quite a difference I think or, yeah yeah because yeah. maybe not when I think wardrobe I think cool wardrobes and not just like shorts and t-shirts well I'm just fascinated with with uh, you know costume designers ability to to recapture different time periods okay and, yeah. and, and make that look real yeah I, I, I when I think about it I always thought like it's amazing how they can do like World War Two stuff or World War One or like Elizabethan, or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about it more. It's pretty cool how they do like '90s clothes. Yeah, and it's probably more than just going down to like thrift store and picking stuff off the right. 
Right. Sometimes they make it. Yeah. You know, it's like, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So, um, if you go back to your mom's house tomorrow, what is one thing that you would want her to make for you? Um, probably, probably like grits and eggs and fried chicken. Yeah? Yeah. So it's just like that comfort soul food almost. Yeah, just like, yeah, you know, because I like that, I, I like, you know, like, we would have that for breakfast a lot. And, and okay. I, I, you know, that's probably my favorite thing for her to make for me. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds delicious. I've never had good grits yet. Ah, that's too bad. Because I, I, they're not a huge thing in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. when I've been in hotels in the States, I've gotten them, but I don't think they're as good as what they could be. Yeah, uh, you know when you have good grits, it's amazing. Like a lot of people use like um, uh, uh, what is it, Albert's Quick Grits? I don't do that. I, yeah, I, I, I buy grits from uh, a meal. It's, I think it's called Anson Anson Meals or something like that. Okay, and um, it takes a long time to cook them. It takes like thirty minutes. Yeah, but it's worth the wait. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just because it's so much better than Quick Grits. Nice, and that's what I've seen in stores is Quick Grits, but I haven't yeah. seen. Like, yeah, the, just go online man, and search. You know, like Anson Mills or something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. It's, like, do you put cheese or anything in it, or it depends is it just on, grits it depends on if it's up. if it's breakfast. I don't I don't put cheese. If I'm doing like um, shrimp and grits, I might put cheese. Okay. You know, because um, uh, then I, I I make like um, uh, a sauce with the shrimp and with a little sausage in it and bell peppers and onions and garlic, and a little bit of wine, and then um, so I'll make maybe a cheese grits. Um, and sometimes I don't I don't want the cheese just to so that it would just be the the goodness of the shrimp and the sausage and stuff. But sometimes that cheese just gives it an extra little kick. You know? Yeah, yeah, it sounds it sounds good. It's putting a smile on my face. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it sounds like with the shrimp and sausage, it's almost like the start of a gumbo. And oh yeah, I'll so, show you a picture later. <laughs> yeah, it sounds. I'll gladly look at a picture or something like that. Um, yeah, that sounds really good. So, do you ever like put jalapenos in your drinks? I'm or? not a big jalapeno fan. No. I, you know, it's like um, I don't know why. It's like it's like I I like I like a raw jalapeno, but like mostly you you, you when you see jalapenos, it's like there's like these uh, uh, pickled ones. And, and I think yeah. as a kid, I got this sort of pickled jalapeno that it, the taste of it kind of turned me off. From, so, yeah, so I don't use jalapenos. Yeah, I'm a bigger fresh jalapeno fan. Yeah, but and that's all I ever had growing up was like pickled uh, ones. But yeah, like if I'm put, if I'm putting heat, I'll use like Fresno peppers or I'll okay. use like Scotch bonnet peppers. Oh, you're going yeah, that's you know, hot, nice. Yeah, and just and, and, and it and it's about like like knowing um, how much you know or or like like with the Scotch bonnet, I'll cut them open and if I don't want it real hot, I'll take the seeds and the ribs out. Yeah. And that just you know just gives you the flavor without that much heat without yeah. heat being overbearing. Yeah, I, I've used Scotch bonnets in the past, mostly when I'm making like jerk sauce, like oh, jerk okay. chicken, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, which is really good. Yeah, I make Jamaican food too as well. Yeah, yeah I do like curry goat and curry oh, chicken. Nice, and, nice. You know, uh, it's some of those things that they do. Yeah, yeah a goat's the only. I've only had a curry goat. I've never had yeah. goat in any other form. Really? Just, yeah. And I'm not afraid of it. I just yeah. never had the opportunity to have it. I guess. Uh, you gotta go to like well here. I guess you guys have a lot of Mediterranean restaurants. Yeah. So you just go check it out, man. Yeah. Don't be it, scared. Oh, I'm not. I'm def- <laughs> I like to try a lot of different foods. Yeah. Yeah, goat's one of those ones that I like, uh, and 
It's been, I've had a curry, like, whether it's, like, in East Indian curry or Jamaican curry. I've had right. both. Right. But, yeah, I've never had I really one. like the Jamaican. Yeah, I, I like the Jamaican. The Blue Mountain curry is awesome. Yeah, yeah. The Jamaican curry is a lot. I find it's more flavorful almost. Mm. And Yeah. I, it's ma- distinct, for sure. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's more boom in your face. Mm-hmm. The smell of it is... Almost magical. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the way I describe it. It's just so good and delicious. Yeah. So, do you have any other exotic meats? Like, say you have goat, do you try anything else? Like, Um, you know, I'm I'm adventurous, so I'll I'll try anything. You know, I I don't think, you know, as a kid, you know, my mother's from Louisiana, so they grew up in the woods. So, I mean, I've had everything from from, uh, raccoon and possum, you know, to alligator. Yeah. So, I don't shy away from anything. Yeah, I've never had raccoon or possum, but again, <laughs> never had the opportunity. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't shy you gotta, away you from You've got to get down to Louisiana. <laughs> I, I, I talked to my wife about going to, like, Texas and Austin and have a barbecue. Yeah. Maybe I'll just, like, go that way. You guys have a good barbecue place here. I went yesterday. Which one did you go to? Uh, Hayden Block. Hayden Block. I've never been hey, to that Hayden one. Hayden Block and Whiskey, it's called. Okay. It's, um, yeah, it's a newer one. It's really good. I went in there yesterday and tried um, their their brisket, their sausage, uh, the ribs, nice. all top notch. Very Texas style. Good, good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really like barbecue. Yeah, and I'm and I'm really snobby when it comes to when it comes to brisket. <laughs> you know, because I have a friend that went went to high school with who has a place in Compton and and uh, Bloodsoul's barbecue, which is really good. And you know, his style is Texas because he because he his grandmother's from Texas, and so okay. he um, he opened a place in Compton, which just became you know this iconic place. And then uh, so then he opened one in Hollywood, and um, now he's got one in Melbourne. Nice. You know, so it's it's really good, and so his brisket is so good that um, whenever I go to a place, it's like that's the bar for me. Okay. And Hayden was right in right in the ballpark. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's always hear the good things about that. Like just, I I find that sometimes barbecue gets blended together. Like yeah, if it's not distinct, like sometimes the brisket will be almost the same flavor pro- profile as the chicken. As the chicken, right? Yeah, and right. Because they're cooking it the same way. Um, yeah, I, I think with them, I think I think the thing that 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 got me was that. Um, the brisket had a great bark on it. It was it yeah. was really juicy and flavorful. It didn't dry out at all. Nice. And then the rib, um, although you know, definitely same similar flavor profile, but it's pork. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like yeah. it, that porkity goodness comes through in it. Okay. You know, and there's, and then their sausage. Um, I um, their hot wing. It it, it was very it was very different than any hot wing I'd ever had. Hmm. And um, and reasonably priced. It's like everything was reasonably priced there. I was I was really surprised at that. Cool, cool. I think I know my lunch spot now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a word from our sponsor. ATB knows that being an entrepreneur and business owner has its challenges. That's why they've created their Entrepreneur Center. So whether you're dreaming, building, or growing, you can access a powerful set of tools to help your business and personal finances grow together. With locations in Edmonton, Calgary, and Lethbridge and monthly pops up, pop-ups across the province. It's just one more way ATB is helping reinvent banking. 
Visit atbentrepreneurcenter.com to find out the locations that are closest to you. And now back to the conversation with Merrick. Now you talk about, like, I'm just overwhelmed by barbecue now, and that's all I can think about. Um, When you have brisket, do you like a wet brisket or the dry brisket? I, I like all my barbecue dry. Yeah, sauce on the side. Uh-huh. That's the key. If if you can't eat it without the sauce, it's not good. Yes, yes, you know? I agree. I had some ribs a couple months ago, and they were really good. And just like it would dry rub on them, mm-hmm. and it didn't need the sauce. Yeah, there's a, there's a place in San Diego of of fills that everybody likes, and um, you know, and I always say that fills is grilling. They're not barbecuing. It's yeah. not slow and go. Yeah, you know, and. Um, there's also a place in San Diego called um, Coop's Texas Barbecue. Okay. That place is awesome. Nice. And they make their own, like, smoked sausage. Nice. Yeah. I love a good homemade sausage. Ooh, it's so good. I've tried to make my own over the years. and They're all right. Yeah. I just haven't perfected that because I think I, I don't use that, like, fat content as good as I should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't tried it. I, 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 I actually bought um, a machine to do it and haven't tried it yet. I, I want to make maybe maybe a chicken sausage. Yeah. Because you know, usually when you buy them in the store, they put like funky stuff in them, like apples and stuff like that. It's like, you know what, I, I just want the chicken and some garlic because there's a place in Los Angeles that has this great chicken sausage. I think that's probably why I haven't tried it yet. It's just because that's so good. It's like, why, why try to recreate the wheel? But like you said, at the very first, going back and making that perfect yeah. white gumbo. Or, there used to be... Or um, white chili, sorry. There used to be this this place in L.A. Um, called Janet's. It was a Jamaican place. They had an awesome sausage. Yeah. And um, they moved and shut down the L.A. spot. And so it's like, oh, man, I think they moved to Atlanta or something. Oh, that's a... But it was so good. It's like I always want to ask him, what is in that sausage? <laughs> Yeah, last time I made a sausage, I made a turkey sausage, but mm. I tried to make like a turkey clubhouse sandwich sausage, uh-huh. so I put like turkey and cheese and bacon in there, so. Well, was, there you go. It was all right. There's but, a there's a butcher that I use in San Diego, and they, they make they make bacon brats. Oh. It's so good. <laughs> but when you're grilling, you got to stand there, because that bacon starts, yeah. starts rendering. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a flare up. That sounds so good. It is really good. Brats are good on their own, but if you right. put bacon in there, yeah, oh, that's yeah, that's some good. Excellent. Now, when you have a brat, do you like it just on its own, or do you like it in a bun? It depends. Um, I, I, I'm not a big bread fan. I don't okay. eat a lot of bread, so you know, most of the time I, I prefer it on its own. But every once in a while, you know, like I like a hot dog bun. Not, not, I don't like a big. Bready bun, yeah, like a brioche it, or something like that would be good. Yeah, and I find that sometimes the bun is overwhelming for the sausage. Yeah, it's too much bread. Yeah, yeah. It's just I want to have the sausage and almost like a smaller hot dog bun. Just yeah, exactly. Enjoy it, the sausage more. Exactly, and like like sometimes there's um at the store near my house they'll have they'll have like brioche hot dog buns. Nice. And so I'll buy those and I'll put my sausage in there. Nice. Are you a fan of condiments, or is it just... Yeah, just I, I like condiments. I, I, I like, um, you, like, on, on a hot dog, I would generally have, like, you know, mayo, mustard, relish, and ketchup. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a classic combination, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I'm a huge ketchup fan, so I... No. I have to put ketchup on everything. Ah, okay. 
There's a couple places that I've been to that make their own ketchup that's so good. It's one place, it's like every time I'm in there, I always go, hey, can you give me a little bit of that ketchup to go? <laughs> <laughs> and do they? Sometimes. Nice. Yeah. Depends on the waiter. <laughs> oh. So you have to find the right waiter. Well, I always just ask for the same one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is Karen here? <laughs> can I sit in her section again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, some stuff is, I've never perfected ketchup at home when I've tried it, but. Yeah. I just stick with Heinz. Yeah, I've it's never good. tried it. I like Heinz, too. Yeah. It's, I've never tried it, though. I've tried to make it. Yeah, I, th- I think the next thing I want to try to make is mustard. I've never made my own mustard. Oh, interesting. I have a friend who, uh, who just won Chopped. Okay. And um, he, he's the exec chef at, at Queen's Bully in New York. Uh, his name is Mel Johnson. And um, I was there for an event that I do there in, uh, once a year, this charity event for Human Growth Foundation. And uh, so I go in and check, check out his, his place because he, he used to live in San Diego, then he moved to Vegas, and now he's in New York. And he um, brought out this dish. He, he had uh, uh, avocado fries. Hmm. So he basically took an avocado, cut them into slices, breaded them with like a really light sort of um, like maybe maybe panko and and uh, uh, what's the Japanese thing? Um, like a tempura bed? Like or? a tempura. Okay. Yeah. And he and he fried them, and then he brought these two sauces. One was was a chipotle aioli, and the other one was a white barbecue sauce. Hmm. The barbecue sauce made my tongue freak out. My tongue was like, whoa, that's not supposed to taste like that. <laughs> it, was, it, it was literally, it's white, and it tasted just like his barbecue sauce. Again, that's so interesting. I've, it, it, now i got to know what goes into that. He, he said to me, he, he, says, he says, it's mayo-based. Okay. He says, but I put everything that I put into my, into my uh, barbecue sauce, he says, I put into that mayo base. He says, and I, um, I try not to use any seasonings that are dark. Okay. And it freaks your tongue out because in your head, it's like, that's, that's not going to taste like barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I wouldn't expect white barbecue sauce. It's crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> have, and you're talking about freaking your senses out. Have you ever done like a, one of those dark dining rooms where they put you in a dark room? And, no. Yeah, that, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I'd want to. Like, yeah, I, I've heard of them, but yeah, because it's funner that way. Yeah. Now, when you you're like eating with family, is food a big part of that? Like family gatherings and family events. Um, you know, my, my family is very small. My, it's my mom and my sister. My my brother passed in '95, <laughs> but when we do get together, I mean, it's a, you know, we we'll try to. Have you know grandkids and stuff there, but but um, you know usually it's just a small little gathering. It's like mm-hmm. we always cook way too much food, <laughs> but it's good because then everybody gets to take stuff home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I find that I'm almost like that when I have people over. It's I don't know how to cook for just two or three or five. It's usually either. it's hard. If it, if my wife tells me we're having three extra people over, and there's six of us, I'm still. Okay, is this going to be enough for six? And I make sure I have enough for right. twelve sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you don't want anybody going home hungry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. My friend, my friend Mike and I, you know, we always laugh because he cooks the same way I do, and we always say, "If if you leave here hungry, that's your fault." <laughs> yes, yeah. And I feel the same. Like 
Yeah. There's always lots, and there's always leftovers, and there's always so much. And yeah, I always say, you know, if you're coming over here, prepare to be in a food coma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to say, if you're coming over, you're going to have the meat sweats. Yeah. So, always lots. Yeah, I was just left of that yesterday for the meat block. Yes. <laughs> just left of the meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the healthiest sweats to have. No, no. <laughs> but the funnest. But I walked around, so, so I, did, yeah. uh, I did do a lot of walking yesterday. Yeah. So, do you have anything else in Calgary that just, like, was good? Um, uh, at, at the Comedy Cave, the day that I got there, I had um, uh, steak and fries. Okay. And he, he made this gravy that was so good. Nice. So the steak was excellent. I mean, it was, it was perfect, medium rare. It was um, very tender and juicy. And, but this gravy, that when the steak was gone, I was, like, dipping the fries in. I said to him, I said, I said hey, you have to teach me how to make that gravy. And he goes, yeah, but then I'll have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at a place like that, and we had, it was a unique gravy, and it was really good. And yeah. People loved it. Yeah. And we used pickling spice in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Just gave it a different taste. It mm. wasn't a bad taste. It was really good. Right. People always ask, like, can I have extra gravy? And <laughs> so, yeah, gravy is one of those interesting things. Yeah, and it's comforting, you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, it sort of reminds you of, of home, I guess. Yeah. So, you living in the States and you come up to Canada, is there foods in Canada that you want to try right away? That you... say, say, I, I've never been to Calgary. Okay. Yeah, I've been, I've been to uh, Vancouver a lot. I used to yeah. go there a lot and, and work and, um, but, but, you know, when I was in my 20s, it was all about, you know, because I was still working, um, I wasn't headlining budget, so I was, yeah. I was just eating cheap. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so I haven't really figured out, you know, what it is that Canada does that that makes me want to have it. Like I've had poutine, and, yeah, and I've had uh, had great smoked salmon up in like Lake Terrace in Vancouver. Okay, yeah. Um, but um, I, I don't know. What do you suggest I should have? I I always say the simple thing, like all dressed chips. What is that? Um, it's just a chip flavor. Um, uh-uh. Like you just buy them at any store. Yeah. And, yeah, all dressed? It's, it's called all dressed. Oh, okay. And it's a very uniquely Canadian thing. And oh, okay. okay. Same as ketchup chips. I don't know if you can get those in the States. I've seen ketchup chips in the okay. States. Yeah, yeah, but... I haven't seen all dressed. I'll have to try that before I would leave. Yeah. Yeah, and iced tea is a lot sweeter. Here? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was working in, in, in Buffalo, New York. Went to this little diner next door to the. We worked at a theater, yeah. and went to this little diner next door uh, to the theater that we were shooting in, and ordered a BLT. And she says, "Would you like some sweet tea?" I said, um, "Well, let me have an Arnold Palmer." And so she goes, "Okay." So she brings it back, and they make the Arnold Palmer with sweet tea. I took one sip, and I went, "Woo!" I said, "I don't have diabetes when I came in here." <laughs> Everybody in the restaurant just started laughing. They go, you're not from here, are you? It was like, it, it was, the, the iced tea, the sweet tea was like syrup. It was, oh, okay, it was that's sick. That's a little too sweet, I think. It was thick. That's what I thought. I was like, wow, it was... I, I, I'm not a... I, I know that, like, the bottle iced tea is sweet, but I, I, I like more of the American style where it's not. Yeah. So, it's... That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like... 
but even when I make tea at home, it's just straight up tea. There's no sugar in it or yeah. no milk or cream. Yeah, for me, it depends on what the tea is. Like, there's a there's eventually apricot tea that I like, but I like nice like cream and sugar. Another Canadian food is what I, what I like to tell people is uh, Smarties. Um, it's just a candy. Ah. It's sort of like M and M's, but oh, okay, without Smarties. the M. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the tagline when I was a kid is, "Do you eat the red ones last?" <laughs> now I'm still in the habit of that. Just oh, eat, yeah, just eating them all, <laughs> and then, and and I know it's probably like still so stupid, but it's like just one of those kid things, right? Well, you know, sometimes you cling on to that stuff, and it's good. It, keeps, it, you, it keeps you young. It, it does. And, you know, I, and I think that's like food, too. Like, it does keep, it keeps me young, because I think about all those things that my mom used to make. And oh, yeah. Now try to make them, but maybe a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've actually been really trying to, to recreate some of the stuff that I cook, you know, in, in you know, a less caloric way. Yes. You know, just because I'm getting older and, 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 uh, and trying to cut weight and trying to you just lean out some. Yeah, I, I've definitely been doing that. Like, even if I'm making a simple, like, meat sauce for pasta, it's probably more mm-hmm. 50% meat, 50% vegetables instead of, like, yeah. 70% meat. Yeah. It's just doing stuff like that. That's, that's for me, like, and I use a lot of arugula. Um, I like arugula. Mm-hmm. So I'll put that, like, at the bottom of a bowl and put whatever I want. On top, like oh, so. I've been doing a lot of kale lately. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I'll eat it just raw, like like I'll make a salad with it, and then sometimes I'll I'll sauté it with onions and garlic, and then just keep it in the fridge, and then so like after I come from the gym, I'll um, scramble some eggs and heat up some like kale, put it in the eggs. And, okay. You know, just just trying to, and, and most people don't like it, but I like it. It, it kind of reminds me of collard greens without the sort of collard green taste. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a Yeah, I like kale cooked more than I like it raw. Uh-huh. So, but I, I still haven't put it in my smoothies. I just can't go that far. Yeah, I, I don't even do smoothies. It's like it's like there's so much involved. You got to get all the stuff together. But it's like, yeah, by the time I do all that, I could cook something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What I found was a peanut butter powder. Ah, uh-huh. it's like a protein powder. Yes, yeah. I really like it. So. Okay. I'm a huge peanut butter fan. So I, I had a bad experience with nut butter, peanut butter cookies when I was a kid. No. Oh. When they first came out with these cookies, me and a friend sat in a tree in my backyard and we both ate a whole package of these. <laughs> I was so sick. I didn't even eat peanut butter again. I was probably like 10 or 12. Oh, okay. I didn't eat peanut butter again until I was out of college. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it just, just ruined peanut butter for me. I, I can understand that. <laughs> But yeah, I, I guess I, I don't think I could live without peanut butter. Nah. <laughs> Crunchy peanut butter is what I. Yeah, now now I I, I use it uh, just because like, after I work out, it's like if, if I don't have something prepared, I can just make some toast, put some peanut butter on it. Yeah. You know, and that chills me out, so I don't eat everything in sight. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's what I use it for too. It was just like this morning, I didn't know what I wanted for anything, so I just mm-hmm. had a peanut butter sandwich. Oh, there but, you go. Well, peanut butter and jam. I made some homemade blueberry jam last oh, nice. week, so 
was, was good. Just something different. So, nice. But, yeah, that's uh, pretty much our time. So yeah. I'm going to wrap it up there. Well, cool. Thanks for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, thanks. You know, uh, definitely next time I'm up you know, doing the comedy cave, you should come out and see the show. Yeah, I, I will. Thanks. <laughs>